I'm so excited to talk to you today about preparing for the summer. As we all know, summer is an amazing time to make memories with our families, explore new adventures, and soak up the sunshine. But with the end of the school year approaching, it's easy to get caught up in the chaos and forget to plan ahead. I have been so guilty of this in the past. That's why today I want to share some tips and inspirations to help you make the most of your summer and the end of this school year. We'll cover everything from organizing and preparing our homes, gathering and trying out some delicious new recipes, meaning family vacations to creating fun outdoor activities, and we'll explore ways to help keep the kids entertained and engaged all summer long. So whether you're a seasoned summer pro or a first-time planner, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in and get ready to make this summer the best one yet. If you haven't already, before we get started, I want you to pause this, tap the plus sign in the upper right-hand corner of your screen so you will not miss an episode of this fun series. Thanks for being here. Let's get started. Life Coach BFF Show with me, your friend Heather, because we all need a BFF to take this journey called Life With. This is a podcast for midlife women who want to remain sane and find joy while parenting teens. We're living with purpose and determination to get all the goodie out of life because I believe God made the goodie for His people, you and me. So hop aboard this train of intention, come and sit on my porch and rest or pop in your earbuds and let's take a walk together. I'm just so grateful you're here. All right, today is day four of our series, and if you miss the first three days, don't panic. It's okay. You can go back and listen to day one, two, and three. I believe that's episodes 126, 127, and 128, and easily catch up. I promise. So don't panic. This has helped me so much. I hope this has been beneficial to you so far. This has really made me stop and get organized. I want to finish this spring strong with our kids, our two boys who are still home. And I don't want to get to the end of the summer and think, what happened? (laughs) Where did these last two months go? And I've had that happen to me before. And I refuse to allow that again. And another thing that I don't want to happen to me or to you, I don't want to have these big projects, these things that I need to do that I'm putting off until school is out because I feel like things are just too crazy and chaotic right now to do it. And we all know that things get busy when school gets out. It's just a whole different schedule. It looks totally different. And in reality, we have less time to do those things. So what we're doing is we're getting organized. We're getting our calendars out. But before we do this, I want to take just a minute to talk about something that's also important. And I told you that over the course of this prep, we are not only going to prepare our homes for the summer, but we're also going to feed our souls. And I know in the last episode, Melanie Red came on. She's so fantastic. And I hope that you were able to listen to that episode. 
As the school year winds down, it can be easy to lose motivation and let the days drag on. But as moms, we have an opportunity to inspire and encourage our children to finish strong. In the book of Philippians, we are reminded to press on towards our goals and to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Philippians 3.13-14 through 14 says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Jesus, in Christ Jesus. As we support our children, friends, in these last few weeks of school, let us encourage them to keep their focus on their goals and to not be discouraged by past mistakes or setbacks. Sometimes that's easy to do if you have a student that's not doing extremely well and you are focused on their grade right now at the end of the year, they're focused on it. This is a good reminder to focus on what's ahead and not what has taken place in the past. Let us remind them that God has a plan for their lives and that each day is an opportunity to grow and learn. Let us also, friends, remember that we are not alone in this journey. Thank goodness. <laughs> Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. As we lean on God's strength and wisdom, we can be the positive influence our children need to finish the school year with confidence and purpose. So let us press on towards the finish line, trusting in God's guidance and cheering on our children every step of the way. So that's a great reminder to me to be a cheerleader. And I hope it is for you because we are quickly approaching the end of the year. Yay. Really happy about that. I hope you are too. All right. Day four. I think I said I have four things for you today. So let's get right to these four things. The first thing that we need to do is go ahead and get our teacher gifts ready. Now, if you do not, if you have older children, you don't have any younger children, I still, this is my last year in elementary school. <laughs> I, my son is graduating from fifth grade and I am graduating from elementary school. And I've had a lot of people ask me, how do you feel about this? Well, I'm gonna tell you because <laughs> I share everything with you. I am thrilled. I really am. I don't want to call out spelling words anymore. And as soon as I say that, I'll have a grandchild that I'll be picking up from school one day and probably calling out spelling words to just because I keep making that comment. But I am thrilled about this. I really am. I'm thrilled. So happy for him. Happy for me. It's kind of time for me to move on from elementary school, but that means since I do have one in elementary, that means that I need to go ahead and plan for teacher gifts. And I, I'm always a little nervous about teacher gifts because I want to make sure that I give them something that they like and that they'll enjoy and that's useful. But I feel like with gift cards, it's just so overdone and 
I don't know. I just, I hope that if I do give a gift card, they spend it on themselves because a lot of times teachers will take those Amazon gift cards and buy things for their classroom. So I guess I just really want it to be something for them. But I re did research what not to give teachers for teacher gifts. So you may be buying piano instructors gifts. I don't know. Maybe hopefully this will be helpful to you too. Okay. There are five things that you need to, to be aware of when purchasing teacher gifts. The first thing is coffee mugs. Don't buy a coffee mug. It says, while coffee mugs can be useful, most teachers accumulate a lot of them over the years and don't necessarily need more. And the reason I'm kind of giggling about this is because I read an article by a teacher the other day, and it was so funny because <laughs> this teacher was retiring and she had a, she had a garage sale. And in the garage sale, she said that she sold 57 coffee mugs. Can you even imagine 57 coffee mugs? And she also said that she sold at least that many Christmas ornaments. The Christmas ornaments range from best teacher ever to you're the apple of my eye, which brings me to this. Don't buy your teacher anything that has an apple on it. They do not want anything else. <laughs> with an apple on it, not a pencil holder, not, I mean, just no, not a notepad. They don't want anything with an apple on it. So no coffee mugs, nothing with an apple on it, probably not a Christmas ornament, which I don't think you would give that for the end of the year gift anyway, but I wouldn't do that for a Christmas gift either after reading that article. Another thing they do not want are classroom decorations. Unless you know the teacher's specific taste in classroom theme, it says it's best to avoid gifting them with classroom decorations that may not fit their style or needs. So none of that, no sweets or treats. <laughs> While it's thoughtful to bring in treats for the class, many teachers are inundated with sugary snacks and may prefer healthier options or no food at all. And now, I mean, everybody has these food issues, food. It's probably, unless you know for sure that they like and enjoy certain things, I would probably just avoid food. Now I'll tell you what I did do a few weeks ago that I think was appreciated unless there was a gluten-free issue that I don't know about. But I did go and pick up some frozen chicken biscuits from Oh Great Mythos. They are delicious. They taste just like Chick-fil-A biscuits. And I did take that to a teacher and a principal as just a little thank you. So I think that things like that that are convenient, convenience food are good for them, I would think. Okay. Personalize items with incorrect spelling or names. It's important to double check spelling and names before gifting personalized items as getting it wrong can be frustrating and make the gift less meaningful. I think that's a given. So yeah, personalize, make sure that it has the correct name on it. Now, what do I think is the best gift? I, I do think casseroles and the, and food items, consumable items like that, not necessarily sugary treats, like it says here, you know, a lot of people are getting ready for bathing suits. Maybe they don't want 
two dozen cupcakes. I don't know, or a pound cake, but foods, I think anytime you can provide a meal for a teacher, I would think that would be a huge bonus. And I have done that some over the years so that they can go to school and are, you know, their first week out of school for the summer, they can just relax and know that they don't have to cook. So I, this year, I'm, I'm thinking about it today. I'm going to make the plan of exactly what I'm giving teachers as gifts because, you know, we're at the end of the year. So that's our first thing for this week that I want you to do is go ahead and write out on your calendar on today's day, get your calendar out. We've talked a lot about this planning calendar. Go ahead and get that out and put down teacher gifts, list the names of the teachers. Maybe you have a dance instructor. I don't know, but go ahead and and make a list and write what you're going to give that teacher or instructor. You know, the next couple of days, you can go ahead and pick it up while you're out and you'll be through and you're going to feel so good to have that done. All right. Now, another thing that I want you to do is go ahead and schedule a time to have your oil changed and your tires rotated. Because if you're like me, sometimes over the summer, well, you probably already have things planned, but you may have these last minute things that you want, places that you want to go and you don't want to stop and have to go. And it's just a hassle. Sometimes it's a hassle to get the oil change. So go ahead and do that. It's done for the summer. You won't have to think about it again, hopefully, unless you are going to do some major traveling over the next few months. You will not have to do this again until the kiddos are back in school. So that is your number two thing that I want you to do out of four. So we've got your teacher gifts and your oil change tires rotation. Then I want you to go ahead and finalize, since we're mentioning summer travels, go ahead and finalize your summer vacation If there are anything, any loose ends on this, go ahead and confirm, call your travel agency, get online and read. I mean, I remember one time, this is so funny, so funny. Okay. I got, and I know you're going to go, how did you do this? But I did. I got the dates confused on when we were leaving and we had this beach house rented, went out on the beach one morning having the best day, such a great day, perfect weather, enjoying the sunshine. (laughs) And we walk back to the beach house for lunch. And we notice that there are all these laundry bags up on the front porch. And my husband looked at me and he went, what is going on? Because that's what they usually do the day that you are leaving. And I had told him that we were not set to leave until the following day. So long story short, we made a few phone calls and we had like one hour to get out to evacuate this beach house. Four kids, you can imagine what all we had piled into that house. So that was my big lesson learned. So I like to go ahead and confirm, finalize, write down the dates. I give my husband the dates. So just verify, make sure that you have the dates correct. So you are not like me and having to rush to get out of a beach house at the last minute, because that was not fun. And my husband was not thrilled to say the least. He was pretty unhappy 
with me. And then the kids were bummed because they're like, mom, I thought we had another day here. And unfortunately, that's not the only time I've done something like that. <laughs> yes, just verify and confirm, write it down, put it on your calendar. That's why we have our master calendar this summer. All right. The last thing that I found that keeping a bag of items in my car for my family is a great way to be prepared for any unexpected adventures or emergencies. So I'm going to give you some items that you might want to consider including in this bag. The first item is not going to surprise you one bit, and that is sunscreen. And I have gotten to places before and realized I didn't have sunscreen and have had to pay outrageous amounts of money. I'm thinking right now about going to the zoo last fall on a crazy hot day with my 11 year old. And I think I spent 20 something dollars on a bottle of sunscreen at the zoo. So you don't want to do that. So get your sunscreen so you can protect your family from the sun's harmful rays. Get something with a high SPF sunscreen. The second thing that you will want to keep in this bag or tub in your trunk or in the back of your vehicle are extra hats and sunglasses. So you can keep your family's eyes and face faces protected from the sun. And I've had to buy borrow sunglasses from people before, which is ridiculous. I should know in the summertime, especially have extra pairs of sunglasses, water bottles. That's the third thing you will want to keep extra water bottles, snacks, keep non-perishable snacks on hand. You can you can buy granola bars or trail mix for when hunger strikes so nobody gets hangry. Remember, hunger and angry makes hangry. So we don't want that either. First aid kit, you'll need to be sure that you have band-aids, antiseptic wipes, and just other basic first aid supplies. Number six, wet wipes. Those are great for cleaning up messes or wiping off your own sticky hands because in the summertime we have lots of fun items that we seem to crave. I don't know what it is, but it's hard to pass up a snowball or snow cone stand. I don't know why it just is. It's hard to pass that up. Okay. Bug spray. Keep the bugs at bay with a quality bug spray. And now they make so many natural ones that actually work, which are great. Okay, number eight, blanket or beach towel. Great for impromptu picnics or trips to the beach or the lake. It's always good to have a towel in the car. Portable phone charger. I'm sure you already have this, but make sure that you have a portable phone charger that works. Those are my nine things that I want you to make sure that you have. I'm sure there's some other things. I always keep lip gloss in the car. I love lip gloss. Hand cream. That's another important thing that I like to keep. And in the summer, I do keep a change of clothes for the guys because things happen. Fun Fun happens and last minute fun things that are messy and dirty and you know, you, you got to be prepared. So keep all those things in your car. This should save you time and money, hopefully. And your fourth thing, your fourth little bit of homework, and this is for the week, because this is going to take a little bit more time, is I want you to go ahead and get started on your back porch. If you have a back porch or a back 
patio, an area in the back. I want you to go ahead and clean the door, the inside of the door and the outside of the door, freshen it up, clean the glass, get the bleach out, get the cobwebs off, get, get it all nice and smelling good. Clean the doorknob, polish the doorknob, make it look nice, sweep around the door. If you have planters out there, go ahead and get them ready because we are going to do some planting. Yay! We're going to talk a lot about putting our hands in the dirt. So that will be our next episode that we'll get into that. But I think that this is going to keep you busy, friend, for the next few days. And I'm so proud of you. I am so proud of you for being willing to get in there and do the work. I'm really proud of you. All right. See you next time. If you've enjoyed your time here with me, please take a moment and leave a review. It helps other women like us to find this podcast in our community. I love you. Jesus loves you even more. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.